You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight. I'm I'm interested and a little concerned about what I'm seeing from Pittsburgh offensively. You know, I thought that, um, you know, Pickett, from what I saw last year, Mm -hmm. once again, it's early. It's only two games. So, you Mm -hmm. know, I'm just, you know, making this just crazy. But um, because they're not running the ball the way they should, they're putting no. a lot of pressure on that kid. I mean, what they had two rush yards so far in this game. Yeah, Najee Harris. Uh, he's he. I, I know he came in with a big reputation and everything. He has not been what you thought. Now they don't have a great. I don't think they have a great run blocking line. No, they don't. But when you watch Najee Harris behind that line, and then you watch the backup guy Jalen Warren. Jalen Warren has a lot more pep in his step than, than Najee does, and they're just mm-hmm. not. Uh, they just don't have a very effective running game, which is weird to say about the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yes, yeah, true. It's really true. Back to the phones. Mr. Bay is in the car. What's up, Mr. B? Yeah, the only the only quarterback I know they should pick up, which would cost them nothing to get, is Colin Kaepernick. And you'll pay him little or nothing to be the backup quarterback. You know what, Mr. Bay? I hear what you're saying. Thanks for the phone call. Was it seven years now, Gordon? He's been six on? years. Six he's years. Not he's played in six years. Uh, that's not that's not going to be an option. I just don't see it. He's not. He's not the player he was six years ago. It doesn't even matter. The, the Jets. Would, Woody Johnson would never do. He's that. not gonna do it. I mean, it just it's it's silly to even talk about it. He's not gonna do it. No way. He would never do that. Ryan's in Hollis. What's up, Ryan? Gentlemen, how you doing? Hey, Ryan. How you guys doing? I'm a big fan of you guys. Like for a long time. Like a very Thank long you. time. Like All I right. pursued like a career in this like thing because of you guys. You heard us do it. You said, ah, it can't be that hard. <laughs> no, but now I appreciate like, it. Right? I'm just like, kidding. You. No, 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 no. Let me like talk my stuff. Cause I talk my stuff to your producer, but she knows her stuff. If you know what I mean? Cause you guys know your stuff. And now we've got a clown in New York city who thinks he's an authority on New York sports talking F, you know, S and whatever's he's going to talk about New York sports. And you know what happened yesterday? We went into freaking wherever you want to call it. We went into Arizona and we won a game. You know mm-hmm. the last time we won a game in Arizona, we weren't supposed to win. Super Bowl Forty Two. We weren't supposed to win that game, and guess who mm-hmm. did? The Giants. Yeah. So who runs Bill Belichick's show? Who runs Tom Brady's show? Eli Manning. Who runs Bill Belichick's show? Lawrence Taylor. Who's Lawrence Taylor? The greatest football player of all time. If someone says anyone else, that's not a thing. Hi, right, Ryan. I got you. Thanks for the phone call. And thanks for the kind words. And listen, uh, as for you as a Giant fan, I'm happy it worked out for you. But you weren't that confident in the first half yesterday. <laughs> I know that's for sure. That Gordon, that was as scary a first half, considering what the previous game looked like. I mean, but you know what's, what's funny? And once again, going back to our segment last Thursday, when we talked to, was it Josh Dubrow? Josh DeBrow from uh, mm-hmm. ESPN yeah. in Arizona. And he said they don't know how to win. And, Gordon, they were rolling early. That fourth quarter, they lost the lead just like they lost the lead in the first game against Washington. They lost the lead against the Giants. And they just they couldn't find, they, they couldn't find a way to do anything. They couldn't make a play at, at all. And I'm not sure exactly, and the promo is funny with Bart Scott uh, and Alan Hahn, what he said today. I don't know where Brian Dable said at halftime. But Gordon, whatever he said at halftime, it worked. Because that was a totally different team in the second half than what we saw in the first half. Uh, 
coming out of that game against the Cowboys, I think we were both in agreement in that they played poorly, but a lot of thing like anything that could go wrong in that game did go wrong. Mm-hmm. And anybody can have a, a, a bad game. They maybe not forty to nothing, but anybody can have a bad game. But then you saw the way they looked yesterday. Mm-hmm. The defense didn't was not doing anything. Yep. The, the Arizona, the Josh Dobbs led Arizona Cardinals had guys wide open. Larry, yeah, every play it seemed like they had guys wide open. It's true. And they had some guys, uh, Michael Wilson. I'd never heard of Michael Wilson before in my life. Mm-hmm. So when you got to halftime, oh my god. This is this is uh, this is a really are they this bad? It really, uh, it really seemed like a pretty dark moment. So they were able to uh, an incredible performance by Daniel Jones. I know Saquon's numbers may not look uh, eye popping, but he was huge. The Hyatt catch was huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, though, that's more of a relief, yeah, than it is really a cause for celebration. Because again, that's the team everybody. Like, how many more games this year do you think the Cardinals are going to be in? Not many. I don't, I don't know that they're going to be in that many. So, um, look, you got the win. That's all that is important. All that matters. But it still feels like you got a lot of things to clean up. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Kevin's in the car. What's up, Kevin? Hey, what's up, guys? How are we doing? The two greatest people to listen to late at night. Um, hey, so, just want to just say a quick thing. So, I'm not a Jets or Giants fan. I'm a born and raised Kansas City Chiefs fan. But I'm just. But I'm, I live in New Jersey, so that's what I listen to. But I just want to speak real quick on both teams. So real quick, the Giants. I still feel like, even though we saw six blanked quarters, I still think we have no clue what the Giants are. I, I, I saw some. I mean, I Daniel Jones looked like Steve Young in that in that second half. I, I really don't know what the Giants are, so I, I really don't want to give any super big opinion on that. As for the Jets. The only thing I can see the Jets doing, if they want to make some type of quote-unquote splash move to try to salvage this season, you got to hope Minnesota's 0-3, and is like, hey, they're going to go ahead with Jaron Hall. Let's move Kirk Cousins, get out from underneath this money, and, and move on. Because honestly, I hear all these, these people on the radio, these guys calling in, ask, talking about these, these uh, uh, Nick Foles, and these, I heard some guy call about Andrew Luck the other day. Colin Kaepernick, he hasn't played in over half a decade. Don't do that. Go get the proven veteran. I think Kirk Cousins, if he was available on the Jets, would be best-case scenario. I'll hang up and listen. Love you guys. Thank you. All right, Kevin. Thanks for the phone call. Uh, before you answer that, Gordon, Kirk Cousins was on with Freddie and Harry on ESPN. Okay. And he was asked about the potential Jets trade. I'm pretty much just focused on life here in Minnesota. I got enough to worry about with uh... – the Chargers coming this week, and uh, I understand people have to sell radio shows and, and talk sports and all that. And that's that's all well and good, but that's not really my job or my focus. So, um, you know, I'm focused on being with the Vikings, hopefully for as long as I can, and then my career here. I don't see the Vikings moving on from him, Gordon, because they got a shot in the in the NFC. Yeah, they got, they got, they got, a, got a shot. shot right. They got a, they got a shot to get into the postseason and even to the conference championship. Yeah, if that's your if that's your your big hope, go get Kirk Cousins to save the season. Uh, what do you think you're going to have to give up to Kirk Cousins? What if the what if the Vikings say we want your first round pick? No, <laughs> can't afford to give up your first round. pick. Right, you don't have a second round pick. Nope. I get it that they're zero and two on the season, but the 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 Lions and the Packers are only one and one. Their season's not over. Nope, it's not. It's not. It's it's that's not the answer. That's not. He's not the answer, you know. 
Look, this, this season in terms of the big goals is over. It's over, there, yeah. There, there's nobody you're going to be able to go get nope. that's going to put you in a Super Bowl or a deep nope. playoff run conversation. It doesn't happen. Nope. nope. What you want to have is that you just don't want the season to completely spiral out of control, right. which it kind of feels like you can see it on could. the horizon. Yeah, it's coming. Unless they get so a like win I was looking somewhere. for the forecast for Sunday for the tailgate. If yes. that's, you, know, you could look at the forecast and you could see some stormy clouds coming for the Jets here if they, don't, if they can't figure out a way to get a win here before the bye. Yeah, and, and they're going to have to find a way to do that. They're going to have to. Buddha's in the Bronx. Hey, Buddha. Poor Zach Wilson. Keep on throwing. Poor Zach Wilson. They're going to keep him throwing. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. I love y'all to death. I do. And respectfully, I totally disagree with everything you guys were saying about if the Jets get the seventh pick. Listen, you turned the team over to a 39-year-old quarterback. He made it through one series <laughs> in the season. So the answer is, let's read. You didn't even make it through a series. Do that all over again? Come on. There's a 50-50 chance he never plays football again. It's ridiculous. You get the seventh pick in the draft next year. You trade up. This is a quarterback-rich draft, and I've told you a thousand times. You can have Caleb Williams. You can have Drake May all you want. If I could get Michael Penix Jr. at the fourth pick, I got to do that. And guess what? If Joe Douglas is not the guy to make that happen, goodbye. Robert Sala is not a coach who's going to bring up a young quarterback, so he needs to go goodbye too. You know, over the last five years, you know, I've weaned myself off from getting 100% emotionally involved, invested in these Jets teams, not because I don't love them, not because I don't root, them, root for them, but I don't expect much. And, 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 you know, the critique of this team, or lack thereof, on this station, you know, the cloak and dagger effect, I, I, I don't include you guys in it, and I don't include the Michael K show in it, but all these other shows, I mean, please. You know, Sal and Douglas, to me, have been – not impressive. You know, Salah's a politician, uh, you know, and Joe Douglas is, uh, you know, he's a prohibition, you know, backdoor um, distributor. Like you said, Gordon, he'll walk, he'll moonwalk away from Salah the same way he moonwalked away from, from, from Adam Gase. And, you know, what, what, what really Gase was his buddy. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Listen, Adam Gase brought him here. But it's all, all right. good, though. You know, and, and, and listen, it's a, but, but I'll say this much, though. It's a lazy approach to sit there, and I don't like Joe Douglas pretty much at all. I mean, listen, I'm not going to run down the free agents and the draft picks. Last year was good. Every other year has been abysmal to me personally. But it's a lazy approach to blame the Zach Wilson stuff on him. I mean, Woody Johnson has an inappropriate relationship with this kid's family. Joe Douglas was not even allowed to go view any other quarterbacks. And when Salah wanted to bench wide receivers, right, Mm -hmm. Uh, Mims, and Elijah Moore, it was no problem. You do what you got to do, Coach. When he wanted to bench Zach Wilson, there was a U.N. summit. You understand what I'm talking about? He couldn't have a press conference for an hour and 45 minutes yeah. before he met with the heads of state. So, you know, essentially, Minka Salah, he's, he's the ultimate puppet. And I feel like Salah is similar to Boone, but I also feel like what I hear on this station during the day is also like Aaron Boone talking to us. Like, we're stupid as Jet fans. Like, we can't sit here and look, and guess what? You guys are right. That game um, Sunday was not all Zach Wilson's fault. But to say he wasn't culpable in any of the stuff that goes on here, that is absolute BS. 
everybody knows it. He's a bad football player. He was a bad pick. He's been bad for the team. And, you know, like I said, with that Mims and more stuff, you think these players don't sit back in the locker room and look and say, wow, them dumb dudes could get benched? But in order for him to get benched or held accountable, there's got to be all this stuff that goes on. It's absolutely not. It's absolutely ridiculous. And when you look across the way to the same team that plays in that stadium, Brian Dayball came in, right? And they already told Daniel Jones, listen, you start throwing the ball away, you start doing this at a third, we will bench you you know what. And he had the full autonomy to do that. You know why? Because the owner said, I'm going to pull myself out of it. I've been involved before. I've done stupid things. You can see it with the Saquon Barkley situation. Mara was MIA when all of that stuff was going on over his contract. So I know Woody Johnson is passing out a lot of checks on this station. And, you know, it is what it is. But in my heart of hearts, I would love to see if the Jets would be broadcast on another station and if things would actually become an honest and truthful conversation about what the problem is here because he's the head of the snake. And for somebody who's been listening, watching sports, you know, above the age of 10 for over 42 years, this is nonsense here. All this, this, this smoking mirrors. Woody Johnson is the problem here. Before anybody, you had a thousand quarterbacks, you had a thousand coaches at, uh, that have been coordinators, and you got the same result. The definition of insanity is repeating the same thing over and over and over again. And I'm sick of listening to the BS. I got you, Buddha. I got you. Thanks for the phone call. 1 800 919 3776. More of your calls next on 9870 ESPN. You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight. Josh is in Ohio. Josh is next on 9870 ESPN. What's up, Josh? Hey, guys. How are you? What's going on? So, I'm a Dolphin fan, and I don't feel great after last night. And I want to know if that's because I hate myself or if there were actual concerning things that happened. I think it's because you hate yourself. You should, you should just enjoy Look, it's going to go south at some point. That's just the Dolphin history, let me tell you, that's as fair. someone who's watched this organization for, for far too long. Uh, it will go wrong. But enjoy, enjoy September. Enjoy October. Those are generally the good times. That's fair. I just feel like I saw you know the pick – underthrown the play that wall got hurt on underthrown and i feel like we haven't seen those in a while but i think the thing that really concerned me you had multiple chances just slam the door with the defense and honestly i think if the patriots converted that fourth down they were probably going to score so you're right i probably just hit myself yeah well look I, i'm not telling you that there's not is this there's always stuff right the first game they won that great game against the chargers the defense has mm. given up all these yards left and right there's always things very rarely are you the cowboys who have just steamrolled two opponents but they've won two games to start the season Tua has looked fantastic so far he's he got hit last night didn't go down didn't fall apart uh they played without their left tackle they played without uh, jalen phillips last night so they've had some injuries that they've had to deal with they're putting in a new defensive scheme with Vic Fangio so I don't know two games you you open up on the road two games back to back and you win both of them including one against the Patriots in New England I'll take it Josh you should be happy my friend thanks yes. for the phone call I'm just telling you, you should be happy don't, don't come pedal Josh let me tell you don't come peddling your gripes around these places <laughs> nobody the place. around here wants to hear your gripes at 2-0 Ray's in Brooklyn what's up Ray 
Hey, what's up, gents, man? Good to talk to you guys as always. Listen, I didn't call about this, but let me just say this first, and I'm going to apologize to Larry in advance because I know you're a Jets fan, but I am I'm laughing my ass off. Oh, I thought you were. No, okay, my apologies. No, no, but anyway, no, no. so for no. all the Jets fans out there, I am laughing my ass off at the 85 Bears. And the injury, I don't – and let's just get this straight. I, I wasn't rooting for an injury to Aaron Rodgers, but it couldn't happen to a worse guy. So now, um, going going to the uh, the Giants, I just wanted to say, because, like, everybody is saying, there's this narrative out there. There's a bunch of uh, Daniel Jones haters that don't want to admit that, that they might be wrong about him. And, the Gi- you know, every time the Giants do something good, it's always the praises heaped on Brian Dable. Listen, Brian Dable didn't say anything at halftime. You, that he didn't say the prior three games when the Giants were looking like they like they were tanking team. So players play, coaches coach. He's not Teflon Donegard the way we want to make him out to be. Daniel Jones saved his bacon just like he did last year when he was struggling. Broccoli was struggling. Dave was struggling. He was getting people hurt with panic moves, putting a Dory Jackson in the game and getting him hurt when we were losing because uh, Barkley was unproductive. And then and then he, he no longer uh, was playing to win anymore. Now he was playing for ties. You know, he was playing not to lose when he promised us the identity would be, you know, the, uh, uh, you know, the total different, you know, opposite of that. He was struggling with his own identity. So he's not that good. Listen, all you Daniel Jones haters, when the pocket is relatively clean, the guy is as hard to stop as anybody in the league. He had a record-setting playoff performance when, when they actually blocked for him in the passing game. And then today he's done something that hasn't been done. Yesterday he did something that hadn't been done, uh, you know, more than one time since 2000. Let's give the guy some credit. It's not Dable. Dable he saved his bacon. The Giants would have lost that game. Dable is in big trouble. And, and, and you know, and he should have been. Dable wouldn't have been in big trouble. Dable wouldn't have been. They're not, not firing Brian Dable. They're not fighting. Mm-hmm. And, and look, Daniel year. Jones, great job yesterday in that second half, lighting up the Cardinals, doing it with the re- with the run, the pass, yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. What about the first half? I yeah. mean, he, was, he wasn't great in the first half, and I, I didn't blame him for the Cowboy game, but he wasn't good in that one either. Uh, and, and he wasn't good before Brian Dable got here. So I think you can give both guys credit. I don't think yeah. it has to be one exclusively and one, or, or, or the other one. Um, I agree. I agree. And it's hard to say that, listen, when Dable undressed him in week one last season for missing for how he played, mm-hmm. it's hard to say that he doesn't he doesn't have any effect on what goes on with that team. Right. It's very hard to say. He clearly does. He does. Because they weren't getting that from Joe Judge. <laughs> All right? Not not like that. No. I mean, maybe behind closed doors, Judge was undressing them, Gordon, but not on the field of play. Not the way Dable did last year. He set the tone. So once you set the tone, you don't, you know, it, it's in the back of your mind, right? You don't have to continue to set the tone. And I got to be honest, Ray, if he didn't say anything at halftime, that would that be would coaching be malpractice. Yeah, that would be weird. Man, he, he had just to came say in at something. Just like folded his arms and just looked around. You guys know what to do. <laughs> That's it. The way they looked in the first half, he had to have said something. I mean, Gordon, how could he not say anything? I don't know. I'm not even a giant fan. I was saying things. <laughs> I mean, geez, Louise, that was a rough half. It was bad. I mean, it it's amazing how Giant fans are taking bows after beating the Arizona Cardinals by after trailing by 21 points. Uh, guys, 
Listen, Daniel Jones had a heck of a half. Absolutely. There's no question about it. And you don't take anything away from him. But part of the issue is, Ray, that people talk about uh, the Giants and Daniel Jones is because, unfortunately for him, the consistency hasn't been there. Right. All right? So now last year he, he showed some consistency. Okay? Now he's got some weapons, so we'll see what they do this year. And we'll, and we'll, you know, we'll keep it going. So we'll see what happens. The jury's still out. Uh, but, but they are where they needed to be. After two, after two games, Gordon, they're one and one. one That's one. where they needed to be. Absolutely. They could not be 0-2. 0-2. It's like a survivor would be, pool. You would be it would out. Be, it would be rough. It would be rough. So now they're one and one. And listen, they, they're going into uh, Frisco and see what they can do on Thursday night. With no Barkley and Andrew Thomas, I guess, will be a game-time decision. And and remember when we were having all these conversations, you got to pay Saquon. Why don't these running backs get paid? We got to pay yeah. these guys. This is why. Yeah. This is why. This guy is always hurt. And is it a coincidence that he's more of like the bell cow back for the Giants and yeah. he happens to get hurt as opposed to teams that rotate guys in and out? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe he's just an injury-prone guy. But this is what you're seeing. That position takes more punishment than just about any, and they end up injured, and this is what you're looking at. He's been hurt. Was, he's been basically hurt every single year, Larry. And it's been tough because on that last play, he, got hurt. He, he was already tackled. They rolled over on his ankle. And I get like it. it was he's, over. he's amazing. When he he's is. healthy and he's go, he's, he might be the best back in football pound for pound when he's healthy. Mm-hmm. He's never hurt. He's never healthy. He's always hurt. Yeah, it's always got an issue. Sad, too. And then you wonder why Derrick Henry doesn't get hurt. <laughs> well, he blew out his knee, that, what was it, two years yeah, ago? Yeah, two I mean, years yeah, ago, yeah. But yeah. for the most part, he's been yeah. pretty, considering the well, amount he of runs, carries he that he runs has. behind a really good offensive line. Yeah. I think that probably plays a part in it. Maybe he's not as injury prone, but. Mm-hmm. I mean, that guy, he, listen. He's running downhill. I'm not trying to run in front of him. <laughs> no. They, they asked him, their social media team asked him, how many, what is it, 13-year-olds would it take to tackle De- Derrick Henry? And one of his teammates said, like, 500. <laughs> it would take 500 of them. At least 500. At least. Yeah. Uh, more of your calls are next on 9870 ESPN. You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight. They, they have to win eventually. Talking about being due. Oh, they are due. Oh, my God. Now. Due. They are. Due is overdue. Due is overdue. Yes. <laughs> I could have a, a, a library book from the sixth grade, and it wouldn't be as overdue as the Jets, Larry. You are right. You are right. They, they, need, to, they need to get this win. They need to get this win. Because, Gordon, I don't know where this one's coming from. You know where this one's coming from. I don't know. You know, they have to wait till Denver. And that's, that's you know. And that's not a given. No. That's not a given. No. no, that's not a given. So you know, they, this is the one they need, and uh, and and what they need, they need their defense to step up and forget about the game they had against Dallas, and they need to go out there and impose their will on this New England Patriots team. It's got to be the defense. The defense has to recover first, in my opinion. The defense—they're the ones that—that's the identity of this team. It's up to the defense to help right the ship then the offense will figure out what they got to do, but the defense has got to take the lead. They cannot, as a defense, personally, every person on that defense, you can, you, the film session today had to be brutal, and rightfully so, and rightfully so. Patriots are three-point favorites. Of course they are. I'm kind of surprised it's only three. 
Uh, it may change by the week. <laughs> it's early. It's only Monday. But that's again, I mean, look, the Patriots, we've seen their offense. Their offense, I mean, t- we were talking about Mac Jones earlier. Look what he has to work. Like, Ramondre Stevenson, I think, is a really good player. Mm-hmm. But they're splitting carries with him and, and Zeke Elliott. I know. They're receivers. I mean, Devontae Parker and, and Hunter Henry. and I mean, Zeke, Zeke doesn't look good, Gordon. I think he's done. Oh, he's washed. I think he's done. He's washed. Doesn't look good. He's he's not he's not he's not saying feed me right now. No, <laughs> he's not saying feed me. He is not. He is not. Back to the foes. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Edmonds in Jamaica. Edmonds, you're next on ninety eight seven. Hey, how you doing? What's going on? Well, uh, I just want to say the Jets. I don't think the loss was as bad as you guys are saying. Everybody's in sh- in shell shock mode because of, you know all the expectations, and it was a great win that first week. It was a feel good win, but the Jets were only down by two touchdowns if you think about it. One turnover by uh, uh, Sauce Gardner, and uh, uh, just one good drive. But you know, a couple of uh, missed uh, missed screen passes by Brees Hall. And we would have been tied 24-24. 16 of the Cowboys' points were put up by the kicker. So I don't. I, I get everybody's scared, you know. And it's no, funny. But Edmund, scared, here's but, the uh, thing. I'm and, not. And that, I'm, I'm not that worried. I got you. Okay. Here's the thing we're talking about, though, Edmund. The defense was on the field for 85 plays, which translates into 45 minutes. So I get what you're saying about it could have been. It would have been this. The defense never got off the field, Edmund. That's the concern yes, because, because that's the best part of the your offense, team. Because the offense didn't play. No, because the defense couldn't stop them. Forget about the offense right now. We know the offense needs fixing, Edmund. Thanks for the phone call. It's about the defense. The defense is the identity of this team. Okay? This is and, – and aside from the crap they were talking about, 85 Bears and, and Ravens, throw that stuff aside. This is supposed to be a top-five defense in the National Football League. Am I right or wrong? That's supposed what to be top say. five defense. I heard That's Rex Ryan talk about it this morning. That's mm-hmm. yeah, top five defense. Okay. Once again, yes, Dallas threw things at them. They didn't respond. All right. So you put that put that game behind you, and you go back out here and you reestablish yourself as at least a defense that can force some turnovers. And yes, Edmund, you're right. They had an opportunity to get a turnover, and he missed it. Okay. Sauce Gardner dropped it. It was right in his hands, and he dropped it. If, if he would have caught it, you know, maybe he would have been a receiver instead of a corner. <laughs> but he's but Gordy's a corner. So, you know, that's, that happens from time to time. But, and listen, I'm not telling you you have to be worried or you don't have to be worried. But I'll say this. If the most, if the best part of your team was unable to get off the field, that's not a good situation. It's not a good situation. And, and that... Not absolving Zach Wilson for his bad play. Not absolving the offensive line for not being able to run the football. Not even absolving the coaches for not calling more run plays. Gordon, the bottom line is that defense let that team down yesterday. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. You gave up a touchdown on the opening drive of the game. You were going to go out there and set the tone. Didn't do that. And when you got a touchdown on the one play that that Wilson hit to to Garrett Wilson, what happened on the, the, the Cowboys' next drive? You gave up another touchdown right before the half. Much right down the field. Much right down the field. Took 13 the plays, right 75 yards in five minutes. Can't do it. Got to get off the field, man. Got to be able to get off the field. Cal's and Ramsey. That's pretty good. Cal, you're next on 98.7. How you doing, guys? 
Um, I understand the short-term concept that defense has got to hold uh, everybody, and this is the identity of the team. But in the long term, if the Jets want to do anything, they've got to build the offensive line. You, you yourself said it, Derrick Henry, why is he so good for the offensive line? Why is Dallas a dominant team now as the offensive line? Why were the Jets so great when Sanchez had two years? Were they so great in two years and all of a sudden so bad? Thereafter, no, because they did not invest in the offensive line after they had a great offensive line. So that's the the real issue. And you've got to build that first before you get a quarterback. I don't care if you've got Tom Brady, Dan Marino, Frank Tarkenton all combined back there. If they don't have time to throw, they don't have time to throw. But if you've got a good offensive line, an average quarterback can be a great quarterback. It could be a Phil Sims and win a Super Bowl. You don't have to have a super quarterback. You have to have a strong offensive line. Offensive line first. Build that, then get a quarterback. Cal, they've been trying. Cal, they've been you're absolutely right. And thank you for the phone call. And they've been trying to do that since the Brickershaw Ferguson and Nick Mangold left. Even before then. They they were having a hard time replacing Damian Woody when he retired. Just at one position. Okay? So, no. They know. Believe me, Cal. They know. And, Gordon, have they tried to do something with the, the offensive line? <laughs> they've done everything that they can. They've used draft picks. They've traded for guys. They've signed free agents. They, they've, they've, it has not been from a lack of resources, Larry. They've tried. They've tried. They've just come up with the wrong guys. Mm-hmm. They've come up with the wrong guys. And... Part of it is very simple, Cal. When you sign a guy or when you trade for a guy, sometimes, Gordon, there's a reason why that guy is available, okay, from his previous team. Maybe that previous team has noticed that he's lost a step. Maybe that previous team noticed that he's not as good as he was, and that's why he is available. And so you're actually dealing from a position of – Gordon, I hate to say it, but it's like it's like looking for a car. Okay, the, the the specs on the car could be great, could be fabulous, all right? But you don't know what the previous owner did with that car <laughs> before you got it, all right? So you get in the car, you're like, oh, it looks great, and then you you ended up back at the mechanic, back at the mechanic, okay? And, and so that's really been the spot that the Jets have been in. As far as the draft is concerned, they've drafted the wrong people. Simple as that. But listen... They've drafted the wrong people in a lot of positions. It's crazy the to me that we're still talking about the Jets' offensive line. It's unbelievable. I mean, it's, it's cr- Larry, it's crazy. It's unbelievable. And listen, if it was one position on the line, okay, I get it. Gordon, it's multiple positions on this offensive line you're talking about. You're talking about multiple positions. And right, now we're talking about the left yet. tackle. That's the most important position there is, is the left tackle. And that's what we're talking about. And they thought they solved it when they drafted Mekhi Becton. Nope. Didn't do nope. it. Nope. Nope. They, they, Gordon, they chose the wrong guy. It happens. It happens. It's unfortunate, but it happens. James is in Brooklyn. What's up, James? Hey, how you doing? Good. How you doing? Listen, Jets need a quarterback. All these other quarterbacks, anyone I think they can get Tom Brady to come out of retirement, that'd be the best one. Ready, made team, take to the Super Bowl. Okay, he said no. So what do they do now, James? Well, <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> boy, but hopefully they can convince them to come out of retirement. Get who? 
hopefully maybe they could convince him. All right, James, let me ask you this. Humor yeah. me for a second, James, okay? James, have you watched the Jets so far? Yes, I have. Okay. If you're Tom Brady, would you come back and play behind that offensive line that's so inconsistent? <laughs> Thank you, James. All right. That got, answers you my answer question. Yep, you got your answer. <laughs> and I agree. At 45, you saw what he did to the 39-year-old. And, Gordon, you know Tom Brady does not like to be touched. No. No, 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 no. He doesn't no. let people at his feet. He nope. doesn't even want people around his ankles. Nope. Uh, no. There's no way. There's Gordon, no he way. would be touched. Yes. Uh, this offensive, almost immediately. No question. Almost immediately, Larry. You're right. 1-800-919-3776. More of your calls next on 98.7 ESPN.